Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Richard Love save! Mike Smith, a game saver! And he got run over by Zach Cassian. He's like one of those top teams, and we're working our way to that level. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Riley. Denied by Smith, who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game! My message today is we're trying to win. One-timer score! Leon Dreisler on the right circle! No risk, no game. And now we're going to have a goalie for action! This is NHL overtime! This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Leon Dreisler. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah. Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 <laughs> edition of Oilers now Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you all right Brendan educate our listeners why did you open up with one of the legends 50 years ago today we lost one of the legends Jimi Hendrix joining the 27 club on this day uh, others in the 27 club include Jim Morrison along with Janis Joplin and Brian Jones they all died at the age of 27 between 1969 and 1971 Kurt Cobain passed away at the age of 27 in 1994, most recently uh, Amy Winehouse. So uh, is it a rock and roll myth or is there something to it? Uh, that's always been one of the great debates out there. Hope you're having a uh, terrific Friday. We got a, uh, we got a jam-packed show. We got so much show to get to. Let's get right after it. Oilers now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Bob Nicholson is chairman of the Oilers Entertainment Group, uh, vice chair for the club as well. And uh, he is also uh, one of the uh, 
most, uh, I guess, plugged in men. Uh, I believe his current status is vice president of the International Ice Hockey Federation. Uh, he is going to be joining us here in about six minutes' time. He's just wrapping up a meeting as we speak uh, to talk a bit about some of the announcements made yesterday involving the World Juniors. In the next two years, the event will take place in the province of Alberta. Uh, next, uh, the the upcoming, I guess, technically it would be called the 2021 World Juniors, um, but the event will start in December of uh, 2020, uh, and it will be in the hub city of Edmonton. For our friends at Horse Racing Alberta, Mark Spector on the show today at 105, 1235 for the River Cree Resort and Casino, Elliot Friedman. At 120, uh, MP Michael Lake uh, to talk to us a bit about an event that's going to be taking place out in his uh, neck of the woods. And at 135 today, not going to want to miss this or frankly you might want to totally not listen to any of it if you're going to be making uh, predictions and those sort of things but we'll have jack michaels uh, reed wilkins brendan and myself with our stanley cup final round table as we now know it is set it will be the tampa bay lightning and the dallas stars again the river Cree resort casino hotline 7804960063 all slot machines and table games now open at the river Cree. Uh, the poker room uh, open today. Be sure to try one of their nine dining options, including the brand-new Italia as well. The River Cree Resort Casino Excitement Better. You can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line, 7804960063. Ashley Fine Floors, ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and reach Brendan at Brendan Escott. Into today's top story for legacy, heating, and cooling, home of no payments and no interest for one year. Well, the Islanders played the way they had to. Uh, they gutted it out, knuckled it down, and played as defensively as they could. They built a perimeter around Simeon Varlamov, and in the end, it wasn't quite enough. Uh, Anthony Sorelli, who scored big-time goals before, including both goals for Oshawa against the uh, Kelowna Rockets, which featured Leon Dreisaitl, as well as Josh Morrissey. Uh, in 2015, Sorelli getting the winner. Then in the overtime of the Memorial Cup last night, he gets the overtime in a 2-1 game. Um, and the winner, and as a result, the Tampa Bay Lightning are on to the Stanley Cup final. They'll take on Dallas. It's interesting, uh, Brendan, I'll bring you in quickly here on this front. Uh, as I was watching... Uh, that series and watching Ryan Pollock, a player that uh, Pollock played three years in the minors, 15th overall pick for the New York Islanders, a six foot two right shot. He can really shoot the pill. Big shot. I, I thought of the three years that the Islanders took to develop Pollock on the back end. I, I don't think there's any question. Fair to say, based on what we saw, certainly a top three NHL defenseman for any team in the league. Yeah. Right and sometimes they take a couple more years to develop, but that doesn't mean that they were right off, you know? and this is why I don't understand the narrative surrounding Darnell Nurse. Now, maybe that's apples to oranges, but I see the point you're trying to make, Bob, for well, sure. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go a different route, and the route I'm going to go is Evan Bouchard. You know, uh, Pollock was a late uh, uh, a late birth date, so uh, he had a little bit more experience than most kids in his draft year. Uh, went back to junior for another year, then spent three years in the minors. Uh, you look at the Oilers, Evan Bouchard, late birth date in his draft year in 2018, went 10th overall. Pollock went 15th. They're both about the same size, both right shots. I don't think Bouchard's got quite as good a shot as Pollock. I think Bouchard moves the puck better, and I do not expect Evan Bouchard to spend three years in the minors. I, I think that I could see him spending half a year in the minors, 
and throw that out the window because we're not sure when we're coming back next year. Evan Bouchard's currently playing over in Sweden right now. It's entirely possible that he's up and running and ends up ahead of players when we come back for the start of the 2021 season, whenever that is. And I mean, it might not be right now the league's saying it's December, but it could be January. And but I do, I, I talked to probably six people around the league over the last three days. And the general consensus is Bouchard's got a higher upside than Pollock. Uh, Brendan, are we good to go ahead with uh, Bob? You betcha. Bob, it's uh, Bob Stoffer. How you doing? I'm doing good, Bob. I, I'm happy to hear you're still talking Oilers uh, every day on your show. Well, that's, uh, hey, it is called Oilers now. Uh, just uh, for full disclosure for our listeners, where are you right now? I just landed in uh, Frankfurt. I've been in uh, uh, Zurich for the last uh, five days, but uh, just landed in Frankfurt and then uh, coming back to Canada tomorrow. So you're still currently the vice president of the IIHF. Uh, obviously, the news came out yesterday. Uh, and I, I, is it a good news, good news situation for Edmonton, the fact that, look, we're going to have the bubble for the World Juniors here this upcoming year, and then we get a you know likely host the event with fans in a year from now as well? Yeah, I think it's uh, tremendous uh, news. First of all, Bob, you know, it's great for the players around the world that they are going to get to play in the World Juniors. Uh, world Juniors is uh, a tradition in our country. Uh and for Hockey Canada, it's really good, uh, you know, to get back-to-back. Uh, this year will be the bubble. Edmonton is be now the bu- the bubble city of uh, sport in the world. And there's a lot of back-and-forth uh, at the IHF meetings. Uh, Tom Rennie and Scott Smith uh, weren't in the meetings, but certainly uh, did a lot on the outside. And to be able to get both... Uh, uh, is just a win-win uh, for for everybody. You know, uh, I mean, from a I guess a fiscal perspective, you you get it in back-to-back years. It's not like it's going to be. Correct me if I'm wrong here. I mean, this isn't exactly without fans. It's going to be hard for it to be a money maker this upcoming year. But it's more about the opportunity. Is that right, Bob? Yeah, you know, Hockey Canada is looking at all, all the different ways uh, to make a. Find different finances to make it work in a bubble. Huh? This is about uh, you know having the World Juniors on. Uh, it's such a big property for Hockey Canada. They'll look at all of their resources uh, through through sponsorship. But there's no gate. But what it really does is you know uh, it comes back to Canada. It's in Edmonton. Uh, you know the same goal as Gary Bettman uh, when he named Edmonton as one of the hub cities i wanted to give the stanley cup out uh, tom rennie uh will want to give out the world junior championship and so we'll have to run it uh, in a very similar fashion as the nhl has done it as the nhl has done a great job and then for the fans the year after uh, they'll get to uh, come and watch it uh, you know hopefully we get um this virus under control uh, as everyone knows we're sold out and i think i think hockey canada still has a hundred thousand people on a waiting list uh, to buy tickets uh, that just shows you the magnitude of this event we're joined right now by bob nicholson he is uh, for the purposes of this interview the vice president of the uh, international ice hockey federation how much negotiation takes place like do other countries sit there and say well bob that you know that's it's a little unfair to the european countries from a competitive balance perspective or do they look more at what you know uh oeg and the nhl were able to put together with the bubbles and and see you know what this is the route to go 
Yeah, in fairness, well, you know, we had a lot of discussions uh, with Hockey Canada before the meeting start, and then Hockey Canada had uh, quite a few um, discussions with Renee Fassell, and it was similar to uh, how Gary Bettman started the, the discussions on who would host the uh, hub cities uh, for the for the Stanley Cup. You had to look at it. What is it safe for players? And to do it uh, the, in a similar manner, it's not going to be exactly like uh, the NHL. Uh, you know, it is expensive. You have to have real strong restrictions, and you have to work with the governments, Alberta and the federal government, uh, and their and their health systems uh, to get it. We still have uh, a lot of work to do with those groups, but you know, I, with the relationship that we've built uh, doing the NHL hub cities, it's, it's going to help us get through all of that. But there's a lot of work to uh, to still go on uh, with uh, bringing, you know, 19, 20-year-old, 18, 19, 20-year-olds from different countries. But we're in a great position to make it happen and uh, really look forward to the challenge uh, and working with Hockey Canada on this event. We're joined right now by Bob Nicholson, who uh, just wrapped up the IAHF uh, meetings. Uh, Bob, the, and initially the tournament was set to run December 26th to January the 4th. We know now the players are going to have to be in, and I don't even know, is it 10 teams that come for the World Juniors? I'm, I'm trying to recall. I, I think it's two pools of five. Correct me if I'm wrong there. Uh, but when do you envision the respective countries coming to Canada and... Uh, as a result of only playing in one venue, because I don't, you know, you're going to be in a bubble in Edmonton, I would assume we're going to need a little bit more window in terms of a, a time frame for the actual tournament. You're going to need more dates than uh, nine or ten days. Yeah, we're looking at all that right now. Hockey Canada has, uh, you know, got a few draft schedules up. Uh, you know, instead of two games a day, can you do three games a day? Uh, and really looking at uh, doing all of the games at Rogers Place. Dates aren't finalized, but uh, certainly are uh, going to try to keep it in the same time period uh, that uh, over the Christmas period, which is uh, for sure. When teams will come in, that's still all a work in progress. But, you know, we've got a great, uh, a lot of experience in Hockey Canada, but uh, let's not forget a couple of the key people that we have in um, OEG, Stu Ballantyne, who has been really the engine behind the the hub city for the Oilers now. Uh, we did the World Juniors in Vancouver. Tim Shipton, who's done so much with the government groups. So we've got a lot of great people in place uh, to, to make this successful. Uh, and there's going to be a lot of work uh, to make that happen. All right. Uh, I, I know the competitive juices are always flying. How do you balance the success of what's occurred in the hubs? Uh, and it just, you know, obviously it's it worked in Toronto. It's worked in Edmonton. We got the Stanley Cup final coming up in Edmonton. The success of that, but maybe a little bit of the frustration, you know, seeing, you, seeing your team, the Edmonton Oilers, you know, bounce out. I mean, it's a crazy scenario. I know that the, the fans are very passionate about this, Bob, on a daily basis, and it's been, you know, it's been like, uh, oh, you know, a month now. But uh, how are you doing with all that right now? How do you, I guess, how do you weigh the success of what's occurred here at Edmonton versus the frustration of not seeing your team advance? Uh, we just weren't good enough. Uh, I, when I look back at it, uh, I thought we, 
Kenny Holland did a, a very good job. Uh, he really improved the team. Uh, didn't have much to work with. Uh, brought in uh, a lot of players that uh, made us better. Uh, but in the bottom line is uh, we lost to Chicago, uh, and we have to do better than that. Uh, and uh, one thing is, uh, Ken uh, Holland's bringing stability to the hockey organization. Uh, I have so much confidence in him. He's got good people around him, uh, starting with our head coach, uh, Dave Tippett. Um, you know, we've got two of the best players uh, in the world, and uh, we're not going to make huge changes, but we're going to kind of tinker with this lineup and uh, make, us, uh, make us a better hockey club. And maybe more importantly, get it so we're more consistent uh, for not just one year but uh, a number of years ahead of us. All right, Bob. Look, we appreciate your time. Thanks for fitting us in on a travel day for you, and uh, we'll talk again here on Oilers Now. Okay, thanks, Doc. You Take bet. Care. You bet. That is Bob Nicholson, who chairman for the Oilers Entertainment Group. He is also uh, the vice president of the IIHF Council, and he's been in that role since 2012, dating back to his days when he ran Hockey Canada again. For the next two years, the World Juniors are in Edmonton. Uh, they're in Edmonton uh, for 2021 in the Edmonton bubble, and then in 21-22, they will be in Edmonton and Red Deer. Very important that we recognize the contributions of Red Deer, who have been a huge partner, not just in the uh, World Juniors, but in the Holinka Gretzky as well. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We'll take a timeout. It's 1222 in Edmonton. Come back, uh, get to some of your texts, and get to NHL today on Oilers Now when we return. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. Again, uh, Elliot Friedman for our friends at the River Creek Resort Casino coming up at 1235 today. Mark Spector at 105 for the horses and horse racing Alberta at this time. Off to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. They've got face masks for everyone. Visit their online face mask shop by going to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan. Escott. The Lightning needed overtime again, but Anthony Sorelli was able to chip it past Simeon Varlamov to oust the Islanders from the playoffs and see Tampa through to the Stanley Cup final. Game one goes tomorrow night at 5.30 our time. We will have that for you here on 6.30, Chad. The Oilers loaned Cooper Marodi to Dornbrin, or Dornburn? Dornburn of the Austrian Hockey League to start the 2020-2021 uh, campaign. We're uh, sort of anticipating that move and would anticipate him back 
back come training camp time at the NHL level. Uh, the Ottawa Senators unveiled their new again logo, if you will, which is a slightly modified version of the 2D logo from when they first joined the league back in 1992. They will release uh, new jerseys at the draft as well. Sense head coach DJ Smith says they don't plan to name a team captain and that'll make it three straight years without one since Eric Carlson was traded. Flyers re-up with uh, Nicholas Abe Kubel for two years, just over a million per. While GM uh, Bill Guerin says that the team will not re-sign Captain Miko Koivu. He was with the franchise for 15 seasons and wore the C for 11 of them. He's now 37 years old. And there's another Edmonton spin here, Bob, uh, on this whole hosting duties thing as the 2021 uh, NHL Awards are set yes. to go on Monday. It's 4.30 our time. It'll be like a half-hour TV special, it looks like. Uh, But as far as the presenters go, this is where it gets really cool. So it'll be Gretzky, Messier, Grant Fear, and Paul Coffey all presenting awards at that event. So Gretzky's presenting the heart, and Messier is presenting the Lindsay. Hmm. Okay. Well, that uh, is interesting uh, to me that they uh, roll out the, uh, I mean, for those of us that grew up watching that, we were spoiled. There's really no other way to say it. Uh, I'll maybe hit on it a bit with this with Speck at 105. I mean, I watched the Eskimos from 78 to 82 and the Oilers from 84 to 90. And they were the best organization. I mean, the Eskimos won five straight Grey Cups. And uh, there were certain, at that time, they had the best uh, American uh, you know, bird dog out there, a guy named Ray Newman. They had Frankie Morris on the Canadian side. And then with the Oilers, 84 to 90, uh, Barry Fraser had some huge drafts in the early 1980s. Glenn Sather knew how to develop players, didn't believe in breaking guys down and building them up. Uh, that young group was allowed to grow, and away they went. Development's critical, and it's something that uh, Ken Holland has placed value in. Um, it's funny, just... You know, this just shows you how fickle it is. And we brought the numbers up the other day. The Dallas Stars are in the Stanley Cup final. The Oilers actually finished with more points during the regular season than the Stars, but a lower points percentage. Dallas had wide variances of performance all season long. They were horrendous early, terrific for about 40 games, and then had a bit of a tough run at the end. We had Todd Nelson on the other day. The Oilers had a great start to the year, had a trick for special teams, and I'm the first to tell you right now, you just heard Bob Nicholson, the Oilers weren't good enough against Chicago. Uh, my biggest concern is the team has to find a way to improve 5v5. They need to move the puck better out of their own zone, and they need to find another goaltender. Uh, that said, not everything that happened this past year was terrible. And, it, you know, I, I know it's uh, what have you done for me lately business, and at times I get a bit of that sense on the uh, text lines as well because there were some good things that occurred here this year. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back in Oilers now, from, uh, for our friends at the River Cree Resort Casino, our headliner today for touchback safety, Elliot Friedman. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.